0: who are you i'm harry harry potter
1: jacob my friend my brethren the harry to my ron the ron to my harry do you have a house elf by any chance
0: no house elves. No house elves at all in this house.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, if you had a house elf, I think I'd ask to move in with you, but that's that's just because I feel like Dobby would be a cool friend. But at the same time, I know you wouldn't keep a house elf. You'd set him free. Not, yeah. Ethically, I don't know if I could have a house elf
0: uh till the day I die. I would probably give him some clothes, free my man's. Mm, I'd still really be agree. still be homies. Yeah, yep. still be homies, but like I
1: don't you- know. You would essentially be Harry and Dobby just without the hey, listen, you might die.
0: <laughs> the strict uh, rules that they would have to follow. they If they want to chill, they can chill. Hundle P come through, but otherwise
1: you're not you're not stuck here. Let me ask you a question. Let's just really quick theoretical game. If you had to uh, dress a house elf, What's the fit? What's the fit, man? And let's just for the sake of argument, let's just say that you and I live in Toronto. Okay. And He's, oh, a, Toronto and <laughs> and he's a Toronto man. Uh
0: give him a bubble jacket.
1: Ooh, uh, a okay. beanie.
0: Um some uh true blues. Uh let's go. Um, what kind of what kind of shoes? Maybe some Yeezys, I don't know. What are my man saying?
1: Yeah, I, I got the outfit right here, okay. He's wearing Jordan fives, but <laughs> fake ones. He's wearing Fugazi Jordan fives. Okay. Yep, yep. He got those true religion jeans on. He mm-hmm. got the, he got the, I don't know. What's like the weirdest belt. He got a fake Louis belt that he got from STC Scarborough town center. Mm-hmm. Then he got the Supreme box logo hoodie. That's, yes, that's sir. real. That's real. But that's what he got off his girls only fans account. Oh, okay. What Dobby got off his girlfriend's only fans account, which is respectable. Then he got the laying Montclair... Laying the shorty
0: do all the work, huh?
1: Yo, listen. Bringing Dob- in the bands. Dobby's entire life, bro, he's been out there helping other mans. Who's going to be there to help Dobby? No. Okay. So, he got the Montclair hoodie on. Then he got the Gucci brim. The Gucci brim that's not attached from the back. And that's his mm. fit. Yankee with no brim? Yeah. Brim with no Yankee! Okay. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I am Joe and that is Jacob. And we are just another chapter, a book club style podcast where, well, we actually don't read that many books, but we thought to start a book club podcast in 2021 and post an episode every single day since January 25th until we're done our very first book series. This book series we are doing is what, Jacob? Harry Potter. Yes, we are
0: on book number two, Harry Potter and Chamber
1: of Secrets. Mm -hmm. Chamber of Secrets. So for those of you who are still confused and new to the podcast, we are a Hmm, how do we put this? We are Harry Potter fans from birth. We love Harry Potter, yet we've never actually read the books. We know the movies. We know what happens, but we don't know the little intricate details that often get left out of movies. So we thought we would dive deep into the wizarding world just to find out what Harry Potter and all seven books are really about. Without further ado, Jacob, please walk us through chapter 10 of Chamber of Secrets, The Rogue Bludger.
0: The Rogue Bludger. Um, yeah, so this chapter begins um, not too far off where we left off. Not much has happened since. But this is where they, they still need a teacher to sign that permission permission slip to rent out that book out of the restricted section. Um, So who could we get to sign this paper so that they can get the page so that they can make that polyjuice potion? Let's get a dopey professor who is so full of himself and let's get a model student to ask for that slip. And that's exactly what they did. After Defense Against the Dark Arts class, Hermione goes up to Gildeware Lockhart and Without much kind of pushback, all, all she does really is compliment him, and she gets him to sign the slip. He doesn't even look sure. at what book she's trying to rent out. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. So of course they go out. They uh, they rent the book. Uh, they go into the washroom that's out of order to go study it. Obviously. Why not? No one's really checking that place because there was just a crime around there. Um, So it's a pretty easy place to kind of read all this stuff without getting much attention coming to you. And it's once again, this is Hermione. She keeps taking over. She basically... um, calls them out saying y'all are basically pussies if you don't want to do this potion, <laughs> it might take a month but i'm down for it if you guys aren't too bad whatever i can just go back to normal things but they agree um and even ron says wow i never thought i'd see the day where hermione
1: is is really telling us off and basically putting the pressure on us Shout out. out. before you go before you go Do you think that was a turn on for Ron? 12 year old Ron? (laughs) Like, do you think he was just turned on? Like she's a strong, independent woman. I want her. Cause that's, I felt like I felt that way. I'm saying I felt that way.
0: You know what? Maybe that was a turning point in their friendship. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see about that. So it turns out, yeah, the potion, it might take up to a month to make Mm -hmm. because they need to pick one of the ingredients at a full moon. Some of it takes days and weeks to brew. So, I mean, they you got to do it, though. <laughs> it's, it's a part of the plan. They've got Need the Apologies Potion uh, to impersonate people to um, in, interrogate Draco. So they go on with the plan. Time goes on, and now it's time for the Quidditch match. Slytherin versus Gryffindor. And, of course, we know at this point, Slytherin, it's, uh, they're anchored by the new seeker, Draco Malfoy. He bought his way onto the team with those Nimbus 2001s for the whole entire team. He's the new seeker versus Gryffindor, um, a very talented team. So at this point it's, it's a lot of talent versus, well, I don't, I don't want to judge. We'll see. We'll see. And so as the game goes on, uh, there is a bludger that seems to be only targeting uh, Harry. So this is where the title uh, comes, the rogue bludger. And, um, Slytherin gets off to a really quick start. They're scoring a lot, and at this point, um, everyone realizes the is basically just going after Harry. Um, but Harry decides, um, basically, I'm going to go. I see, I see the Snitch. I'm going to go after. Uh, I'm going to get the Snitch. I got to win this. So, in a heroic swoop, a heroic move, he like basically like dodges and like reaches right next to Malfoy, gets the Snitch. But unfortunately, he does get knocked over by the Bludger. It does hit his arm, but I mean, he won the game. He caught the snitch. Big dub for Gryffindor. Uh, as he's fell to the ground, he's in the mud. He's a bit. He's a bit hazy. Uh, doesn't know what's going on. He's he got he got a real knock into him uh, to his arm, and obviously to the rescue once again, Gilderoy Lockhart. Not uh, <laughs> what, what a loser. Dickhead. What a fucking dickhead. Um, yeah so essentially he's like oh yeah i'll fix you up right right now um i'll put a charm on you and it won't hurt at all so he does the charm on harry and <laughs> he re- he removes the pain but he also removes harry's bone from his broken bone from his arm so uh, obviously that's not good enough he needs a bone to function especially if he wants to continue to play quidditch and for other functions um and even wizarding society you I think you would like both arms. Anyway, so they have to go to the infirmary. Madame Pomfrey is not very happy with Gilderoy Lockhart. that he removed his bone. Makes her process of helping Harry heal a lot uh, harder than it is. So obviously Harry's relaxing in the infirmary. Time goes by. Um, The Quidditch team comes to celebrate, but they get kicked out. But uh, close to nighttime, uh, or it's around nighttime, very late at night. Harry is awoken by, guess who's there? It's my guy. He made a return. Dobby Dobby is back. Dobby from the beginning of the story, he is back the house elf. Um, And it turns out um, Dobby was actually the one who um, spiked the bludger um, among other things. Um, He said he was also the one who stopped the Harry from trying to arrive uh, at Hogwarts he blocked the platform he put a spell on that he's been following Harry this whole time and he's still trying to warn Harry saying you still have to go home I'm I, I can't I believe you you made it through after all this stuff I'm trying to I'm trying to harm you but not in a bad way I'm trying to harm you to warn you to go home essentially um, and then also because Dobby he's very talkative he says a lot he does spill a bit of the beans about the chamber of secrets. He confirms to Harry that the chamber has, in fact, been opened again. And yeah, it's most of it until um, he keeps interrogating him. And then all of a sudden, uh, Dumbledore walks in. Uh, Dobby disappears. And they're carrying someone. Um, and it turns out that was Colin Creevy. He was petrified, similarly to Miss Norwich. It's uh, or Miss Norris, uh, Professor Filch's cat, petrified just like the cat. And Dumbledore is actually very kind of scared at this point. You can almost kind of hear it in his voice, maybe. Not scared, but he concludes that the Chamber of Secrets has been opened again. And Dumbledore basically is questions. Um, he's like, it's not who, who opened it, but how um, it's been opened. And it's kind of worrisome. Um, Harry, obviously, at this time, he's not actually like actively like right in front of them when they're saying it, but he's just pretending he's sleeping. Mm-hmm. And he overhears all of that, um, all of that tea. And that's where the chapter ends. Good chapter. Oof. Really good chapter. Oof. That was a uh, yeah, I actually like this one. Um, I'm glad off off the bat you also um, were fond of it.
1: Um, negative Nancy over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no I, th- I thought it was very interesting and obviously shout out Dobby returning. Um, <laughs> maybe not for I mean there's good shadow and there's also the bad shadow but we'll we'll get into that. Um, instant reaction of this chapter what was what was kind of your takeaway?
1: Quidditch is not that bad when Lee Jordan, doesn't have Isn't, an entire page of commentary.
0: Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, no, he was not. He was not doing the play-by-play exactly he was, like he was. He was. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Not like it was in in the first book where an amateur is doing the the commentary and he's saying
1: a lot. <laughs> um, Jacob, it was just one of those chapters. And before we get to to your your big opinions on the chapter, I love I loved when I was reading it and I'm like, okay, we're doing Quidditch. Like is Lee Jordan commentating the game? And then I'm like, yo, wait, he actually is commentating the game. So I was about to like text you and be like, Hey, is he your chapter winner? Like from the start?
0: (laughs) Um, you know what? I'll
1: get it. I'll get it out of the way and say, no, he was not my chapter winner this time. Fair.
0: fair. Not this
1: time. Ah, well, you know, you can't win them all Lee Jordan. Well, you can't really win anything else in this entire book series. (laughs)
0: Uh, I think he's a he's a sneaky uh, comedy relief. He's not bad. He's he doesn't really
1: ha- he doesn't really do much other than yeah being a kind of shit disturber. Who it's, knows? It's maybe like- in *Goblet of Fire*, when they're having like the Wizard Tournament, he'll be doing the entire commentary. We'll have an entire chapter named Lee Jordan. Who knows?
0: We'll see about that. We'll see about that. Um. Yeah, I guess for me, the thing that stood out to me. There's a few things, but I think the biggest thing is Dobby's return um, mm. for me personally, at least the fact that he's, he only appears when it's just Harry there. And also when he appears, it's literally like, like shit is hitting the fan and he's there to warn Harry. Um, so at this point, the chamber of secret has been open. That's what he was warning him at the start of the, the book. Or I'm guessing because he said there was something going to be happening at the beginning of the book and he was warning him not to go to Hogwarts and Harry went anyways. He uh, went through all of Dobby's obstacles that he was setting up for him and here he is now. And I don't know, Dobby clearly looks up to Harry quite a bit that he's willing to go all the way out of his way to leave his master to warn him because he clearly doesn't want Harry to be harmed. But he does physically harm him to the point where he ends up in the hospital. He almost gets expelled. So Um, it's kind of like a, it's two sides where it's, he clearly admires him. He thinks he's, he looks up to him and just like all the other house elves, um, I don't know. I I thought it was very interesting that he came out of nowhere again and he's basically giving us some more tea um, to sip on.
1: Is it really his fault that he's in the hospital? Is it really Dobby's fault that Harry's in the hospital? Actually, no, you know what it is, because either way he was going to have to go to the hospital wing. Yeah, he. W- I mean, he,
0: he essentially broke his arm and then Lockhart made it worse, but he yeah. would have had to go into the hospital. Anyways.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I I guess I didn't really think of it that way. I just thought that if Lockhart didn't do anything, it would have just been like in and out, like, hey, bones (laughs) fixed, elbows fixed. Um, Lockhart, what a fucking fat L he took this chapter. What a fat L he took this chapter. Not once, but twice. Sorry, Jacob.
0: No, no, I just once again, Lockhart is just proving how incompetent he actually is he is always trying to come in and give people advice uh he's so full of himself like at the beginning of the chapter i didn't mention it because it's not that important but he's making harry reenact um some of his conquests and like he just it's all about him it's all about him so he's trying to um fix harry's arm with his own magic when at the end of the day that was definitely the wrong thing he did remove the pain from Harry, but he made it harder for him to heal. So well, of
1: course, he of course he removed the pain. He removed the bones. <laughs> he he liquefied everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why was brutal. Lockhart like the reason why Lockhart was making Harry just reenact everything is because I don't think Lockhart actually knows magic, or sorry, if he knows magic, it's it's not. He doesn't have a great sense of it, a great grasp of it. Like the way that Lockhart with the pixie fairies he could not control them and he's the one who apparently caught them he apparently he's done everything in the world if you remember we didn't touch on this last chapter but when mrs filch dumbledore and all of them were talking about how they were going to help mrs uh mrs fitch i'm sorry mrs norris why i say mrs filch mrs norris and you know they're like yeah it's a pretty simple potion blah 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 and then Lockhart was like, yeah, I can do it. I've done it thousands of times on my journeys. You can see in this book right here. And then Snape's like, bro, I am the potion master. Like, fuck <laughs> out of here. Fuck yeah. out of here. I so, don't
0: know. He, yeah. He's just so annoying. It's uh, it's painful almost.
1: Very. It's, it's <laughs> just like, and then like, they finesse him. So sorry, he took three L's this chapter. Two and a half. So the first L was that. He's not really good at magic. He's only been doing reenactments. That's the first L in my opinion. Or oh, the half L. The first L is when he just signed the whole thing for Hermione, like not reading the thing. Jacob, you and I both went to school. If you ask your teachers for anything, it's kind of like you need to have like a detailed report on why you needed it and why you can't just use an alternative at home. And the third L he took, man, was just liquefying Harry's arm after insisting, insisting that he was the best, that he was the only one who knew how to do it, that it would be quick and painless. Fuck out of here.
0: Yeah, I don't know. He's, I kind of just want him to be gone. <laughs> what is? What does he add other than making things worse? He, like,
1: it's. it doesn't really add, like, a whole... I guess it adds, like, this little bit of, like, I want to say it's comedy relief because, like, we just, like, shit on him for fun. Like, it's fun to just trash on Lockhart. But he doesn't add anything story-wise, not yet. Like, everything is just, like, hey, I'm better than you. I know how to do this better than you.
0: Yeah, I I think so. I think he's – it's not that I want him out of the story completely. I just – i'm t- i just don't like him essentially he's just every time his name comes up it's just frustrating it leads to more frustrating stuff in the story but that's just i mean that's part of i mean storytelling there's not going to be there's going to be characters you like and there's going to be characters you don't like and i yep. think he's just one of them but he's just such an annoying like stupid character like in a different way than like you can say you hate malfoy you hate snape or whatever some of the characters we've met already but it's a different kind of hatred with him cuz like he's at the end of the day he's not doing anything like extremely like harmful like he's not like voldemort where he's trying to actively kill harry or anything
1: he's just he's just a nuisance and just an annoying teacher <laughs> the the only thing that would have made this chapter worse was if they if they mentioned that Um, Lockhart's teeth could be seen from the Quidditch from Harry's sights like 50 feet above the Quidditch pitch and I'm like if they had said that I think I would have like cried and just like threw my camera on the ground why my camera I don't know
0: why your camera that would be worse for you than Lockhart
1: sorry sorry I'm not
0: you just don't say sorry to me say sorry to your camera sorry camera anyways My um I guess my favorite character. Um I'm curious actually, can you give me your favorite character first before I get to mine?
1: Mine was Dobby. Okay. Uh, okay. (laughs) Is yours Dobby also? Same here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we can we can just go and we can talk about that really quickly. Uh the reason for Dobby as my favorite character was just like you like from what George and Fred said on the um, in chapter three, the borough was just kind of like Dobby couldn't have been there without his master's orders. Like they have powerful magic that only their masters can allow them to use. So it gets you thinking like all, Dobby has not said he's a free elf. Dobby has said, I am not a free elf. So why is he there? It's like he's warning Harry to go home. It makes you think, is he defying his master Or is he just, or or is his master telling him to fuck shit up? Yeah, there's a lot left to be kind of
0: uh, mapped out. And there's a lot of unknown and intrigue when it comes to Dobby. And like, this is only the second instance, really, where he's a part of the story in so far. Um, At least at this magnitude, where he pops up at the beginning, warns him pops up again warns him again saying things are starting to get really bad and i don't know i overall dobby just he's causing so much havoc in harry's life but it's so it's he means well which yeah. is like why he is he's lovable at this point like it's the logic may be a little bit flawed like he's literally said like I didn't mean to kill Harry. I just meant to severely harm him so that he would go home, essentially. So it's like,
1: shout out him, shout out. To I him. don't know. He's,
0: he's definitely a house elf. He ain't no. He doesn't really understand the norms, uh, quite like maybe Harry would or anyone really, uh, wizard would in the yeah. magical world.
1: You could tell how angry Dobby was when he essentially just told Harry that, hey. Listen, I'm the reason why you couldn't go to onto the train. I basically cursed the the bludger, and like he he grabbed. What did he grab? Sorry, Harry's water jug, and just started hitting himself over the head. Mm -hmm. What what a what a guy, what a guy, man. (laughs) I don't know, like what a what a guy. I think it's hard not to give this chapter to, Dobby, just because he played such an important role, such an important role, Mm -hmm. and like. I want to say that the, like the chapter was a good chapter before we got to Dobby. Like Dobby was like a great added bonus. Yeah. But just something about Dobby just overshadows everything else. And he's just like, it's similar to what we said about Hermione in the last chapter that she, and I know Dobby's not in every chapter, but Dobby is just like, he's always, you can always actually know that's, that's later on in the movies. But let's like the reason this—I don't know what I'm trying to say right here—but later on, um, not later on. Dobby and Hermione are the same. Whereas, like, if they have a really good chapter, like you notice they have a really good chapter and they play a very important part. That's essentially what I was trying to say. Sorry for the rambling. It's just like once they're there, you can tell they are there. Hmm. Yeah. No, I I agree. Um,
0: I think he was very very important in this chapter um i don't know because he really kind of like like signals like a kind of turn of events in this chapter like it's really getting bad and as soon as he vanishes um coming through the into the infirmary is calling creepy who has been petrified so it's like he warns harry and then harry kind of sees the actual because it's not a cat anymore now it's an actual student who's been petrified so things are really starting to get intense i guess i don't know what else what else to say so dobby kind of really kind of shows the tides are really turning and not for the better like this is this is harry potter shit shit happens uh, Mm -hmm. every year (laughs) so this is what's happening in this year (laughs) yeah Uh, and and i guess my quote also is tied with dobby um so i'll just i'll give that right now because it really is like he really looks up to he really admires Harry. And this is kind of the quote that kind of really lets us know. Aside from like his first interaction with him, he also was like, oh, I'm, I love you, Harry. You're such a great, you're such a kind, sir, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So Dobby essentially says, uh, if only if Harry Potter knew, if he knew what he means to us, the lowly, the enslaved, we, the wee dregs of the magical world. Dobby remembers how it was when he who must not be named was at the height of his power, sir. We house elves were treated like vermin, sir. Of course, Dobby is still treated like that, sir. He admitted drying his face with a pillowcase. But mostly, sir, life has improved for my kind since you triumphed over he who must not be named. So, like, he, here he's basically, like, pouring all his heart out to mm-hmm. Harry basically like just saying like man you don't understand how much you mean to me and this is why I'm trying to protect you now this is why I'm saying you got to leave Hogwarts even if this isn't what you want if you don't think this is the right thing this is what I think is the right thing and this is why I'm ins- essentially insisting you leave it may not be the right thing but that's what this guy is going all out of his way he's who knows maybe he's disobeying his master at this point um to basically get the message out to harry so i don't know what else to say besides shout out dobby um his logic is flawed but he's well meaning
1: his logic is so flawed but that's what that's (laughs) what makes him loved um i love that quote i love like the entire dobby sequence like i think the entire dobby sequence is both you and i's favorite sequence of this chapter hands mm-hmm. down by far Absolutely. like without a without a doubt my favorite quote was something that you mentioned earlier today earlier in the episode sorry and something that i thought was going to be your quote was mm-hmm. when um you know dobby tells harry that he's the reason why the bludger was going berserk and dobby says uh, and when harry's like yo you trying to kill me fam dobby says quote not kill you sir never kill you said dobby mm-hmm. shocked dobby wants to save harry potter's life. Better sent home, grievously injured, than remain here, sir. Dobby only wanted Harry hurt enough to be sent home. End quote. Logic's flawed. Logic is flawed. Very flawed. But, 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 it's a thought that counts, right?
0: It's a thought that counts. It's it's so... I don't even know if it counts. I don't don't know if I would want to be... put to the point where I'm almost dead just because um, this guy thinks it's the right thing but I mean we can agree that he's well intentioned that's he that's what it is
1: <laughs> he also just uh, Dobby's just like I hate the way that he's portrayed in the movies like looks wise like he's so cute in the books but in the movies he's just murked he's just ugly Yo,
0: I think he's still cute in the movies I think in a very like uh hairless cat kind of way it's like yeah but it's...
1: hairless cats are not it what
0: what you think, you hairless think cats so... are... i like i'm not i don't love hairless cats i don't think they're that cute but they're also cute at the same time okay fine 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 fair. that's what kind of what i was getting at fair okay fine we'll, we'll
1: keep it at that we'll keep it at that um... we're gonna have that conversation uh separately yes sir uh <laughs> do you think that we should is there anything else you'd like to speak about before we get to our broomsticks? Cause we both said that our least favorite character was Lockhart without a doubt. So we yeah. don't have to really touch, um, talk on that.
0: Well, yeah. I think we kind of, we, we've done enough uh, Lockhart slander because I mean, deservedly so, but I, I think we could both agree he sucks. And especially in this chapter. So broomsticks for me, I, I gave it four out of five. Um, I know it kind of seems weird because sometimes a four can mean a lot more than others. You know what? You can no, give it a five. You can give it no, a five. No, no, I'm gonna get. I'm giving it a four out of five. Um, this is a four and a half out of
1: five. If we were doing it that if, way.
0: If that was the case, but that's not the case at the moment. I think four out of five is pretty good um, on this scale that we have at the moment. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I There was a lot that came on in this chapter, and especially that sequence in the hospital, I think it was really good. And even like what you mentioned earlier, the, the Quidditch scene was pretty solid as well. I thought it was Fun. probably the best Quidditch sequence in the series so far, in my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm. This match was actually made interesting, um, and it's not just because of the blood draw, I think just the way it was written in general, um, well done. But I think the seed with Dobby kind of really made this uh, a really solid chapter for me.
1: I got to give it a four out of five with you for all the reasons you said. And just the fact that I think JKR nailed Quidditch being fun. I think she nailed what Quidditch is. I get it that it wasn't a traditional Quidditch match, but the very first Quidditch match in the, the chapter titled Quidditch in book one was too much Quidditch to the point where it was like, do I care enough? Do I care, bro? But this was like the perfect amount of, hey, this is Quidditch. And then we have the timeout. Everything was just like short to the point. It wasn't elongated like I usually get on these podcasts. Um, but yeah, four out of five, perfect chapter. Dobby's a goat. Um, Colin Creary, I'm so sorry, man. You got split in half. Yeah, he got split in half, right? He got, his he, petrified and his camera got busted. Camera got busted. That's, that's what it was. Ooh. Um Little bit of Dumbledore action in this chapter that always means it's good. McGonagall and um and Madame Pomfrey. Plus we got Dobby and Harry and then a liquefied arm. Limp arm. Yeah. Oof.
0: Ouch. I wouldn't want I wonder how that would feel.
1: <laughs> I've had like I've snapped my arm in half. It's not fun. Ow. How? No, ow, oh. but also how. I just was walking like I was at summer camp and I was walking up. Um, a little hill thing and I tripped on a rock and I fell on a rock, the two smallest rocks in the entire thing. And I snapped my arm in half, both my bones broke. And now I have like a callus bump on my, on my left arm. Sorry to hear that. It's It was, it was a good two months. No, I had the, I had a cast on for four months. Wow. Okay. I actually did have a cast on for
0: four months too, for my wrist. Um, I broke it, but not as... Not not quite the same kind of story.
1: You had the cast on when you and I first met, right? No, oh, never mind then. Yikes, okay, never yeah. mind then. No,
0: I don't, okay. Anyways, um, I guess do we have any? I think we we touched on everything, including broken bones on our end. Um, yeah, so I think we've we've done quite enough uh, for this chapter, yes, sir. Ledger from just in our chapter with Jacob and Joe, yeah. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Who are you? I'm Harry, Harry Potter.